Welcome to Explore Radio. I'm Jeff St. Clair. The brain remains one of the final frontiers of science. Researchers are only beginning to understand brain function, how it controls other organs, how addiction works, and other mysteries. In this week's Explore Radio, we meet a pair of researchers who are launching a new collaborative at Kent State University to tap into Northeast Ohio's Brain Trust. Meet Michael Lehman. The idea is if we're to fully understand how the brain works, complex functions like memory, emotion, how we plan for events, we can't just take one level of analysis. We have to use multiple levels ranging from molecular and cells all the way up to behavior and cognition. Lehman is the director of Kent State's new Brain Health Research Institute. We have to cross boundaries because we have to draw in people from many different types of disciplines. And institutes are a solution to that. It's a way that we can cross those boundaries. And it's also a way, frankly, that we can go beyond the university boundary. We have active external partners with Neomed, with Akron Children's, with Cleveland Clinic, with Case Western, in which we're actually building a a regional network of collaborations that will go beyond just the expertise that we have here on the Kent campus. Lehman is joined in running the institute by his wife, researcher Lika Kulin. Lika and I are both what we would call integrative level neuroscientists. We're interested in how sets of neurons mediate very basic brain functions. And so we use a lot of the same tools and techniques. We have our independent areas of research, but our lab is really a a shared lab. Yeah, so the the Coolin Laboratory, so my side of the laboratory, focuses more indeed on substance abuse, addiction. We're particularly interested in why some individuals are so vulnerable to develop addiction. You know, some people can experience drugs and, and not become addicted, while others do. And so we're trying to get to the core of what makes that happen. I still don't think we completely understand that process of opioid receptors and the the feedback loop and how pleasure centers drive behavior, that sort of thing. What are some of the things that you've found? Opioids, psychostimulants, alcohol, they all act on a part of the brain that is there for emotion and motivation for behavior. But what drugs are doing in that part of the brain is they change it maybe even in a permanent way or definitely in a very long-term way that therefore makes the individual crave and seek drugs, even after many years or a long time of abstinence. What my lab is trying to understand is how does that part of the brain normally function in a normal emotional behavior? And how does the experience with a very, very rich, rewarding behavior that can be food or a different type of very palatable reward change the seeking of drugs of abuse. Is it truly possible to return to the simple pleasures and have your brain respond to that? I would like to be optimistic and say absolutely. But I think for that, therefore, we need to have a better understanding of what this part of the brain normally does and how going back to a very rich emotional life can help with curing drug addiction. So, Michael Lehman, I'd like to turn to your work. You know, What are the big questions that you're interested in? Yes. And what are the techniques that you're using to answer those questions? Our interest has really been in the reproductive side and how the brain controls reproduction. And it's a fundamental aspect of our lives uh, that involves the brain basically controlling the onset of puberty, controlling adult reproductive function, including our menstrual cycles, and also reproductive aging. So the major reproductive disease that we have been studying is polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS. It's the most common disease among reproductively aged women. Uh, It occurs in about 8 to 10 percent of women. And it's a major cause of infertility as well as metabolic disease and disorders. 
Michael Lehman and his wife, Lika Kulin, in 2007, discovered a new class of brain cells that regulate reproductive hormones in the brain. They began calling them candy cells, based on the first letters of the three neurochemicals produced by the cells, and the name stuck. And uh, now all of our, our colleagues and publications refer to this really important group of cells as candy cells, and understanding how they work essentially gives us insights into reproductive disease. Yeah, well, it's great that you're able to name a neuron. (laughs) I guess it's like naming a a nebula or a a star cluster. I think it's a great analogy to the stars because I think the brain really is one of those final frontiers. It's understanding who we are and how we are. Michael Lehman is the inaugural director of Kent State's Brain Health Research Institute. Researcher Lika Kulin is also an associate dean of the College of Arts and Sciences. I'm Jeff St. Clair with this week's Explore Radio.